Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. Once again, you've reached episode number 341, entitled... Is the WordPress community overrated? It's the 15th episode in our Thinking the Unthinkable series, and it was published on Thursday the 14th of September 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I'll be joined in a few minutes by my good friend David Wormsley. But before that, a few small bits of housekeeping. The first thing is to mention, very excited now, the Page Builder Summit 6.0 is starting next week. That's just a few days from now. 48 speakers all talking about WordPress website building. And although the name of the summit is the Page Builder Summit, it really is a whole lot more than that. The best way to get involved right now is to go to pagebuildersummit.com. That's pagebuildersummit.com and register. Click the little pink button and register. And the whole thing will start on Monday. There's a kickoff call. We've got bingo, we've got prizes, we've got presentations, we've got a Facebook group, we've got networking sessions. There's a whole lot going on. So come and join us next week, pagebuildersummit.com. The other thing to mention is that if you find this episode interesting, I'm encouraging people to leave comments on the website at wpbuilds.com. After all, we have all of these commenting features built inside of WordPress, so why not try and use them? Look for episode number 341 and leave us a comment there. Whilst you're doing that, why not head over to our subscribe page, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, and sign up to our newsletter. But we've also got our deals page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting, that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WPBuilds. That's go.me forward slash WPBuilds. And we really do thank GoDaddy Pro for their continuing and ongoing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, what have we got for you today? Well, as I said at the top of the show, this episode is our 15th in the Thinking the Unthinkable series, and this surely is the most unthinkable thing. Is the WordPress community overrated? We get into how the WordPress community began. We get into what it now has become. What even is it? Depending on where you are, what you do, where you're looking from, it might be a completely different thing to you. Is it getting a bit too political? Should politics stay out of it and just be related to code? How can you get involved? What should you steer clear of? And all of that good stuff. And I hope that you enjoy it. Hello. In the 15th episode of our Thinking the Unthinkable series, we're asking, is the WordPress community overrated? So Nathan, we're now going to speak for the uh, WordPress community. Didn't we agree that? We know everything about it. That's right. I I and you have a complete understanding of what the WordPress community is. And so whatever we say will represent everybody's thoughts 
on every <laughs> single issue equally. No, <laughs> no, it won't. It'll be just me and you. We should really get that out at the beginning. This is going to be such a biased conversation because it that's all we've got. We've got our own little version of what the community is, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk to that. I'm not even sure if it's overrated. Is it is it rated? Did we find it on TripAdvisor? Three stars. Anyway. There's bound to be some uh, software somewhere which rates CMSs. I should just point out at the beginning as well that I have got really loud workmen next door to me. And so if my audio uh, is terrible, I do apologize. I'm having to use software to sort of cancel out all of the drilling and noise going on in the background. So that's that's just a little caveat right at the start. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about community before. So, I mean, shall we kick off with trying to sort of work out what we think it is? Yeah. Well, let's define it a little bit. And again, caveat emptor, we're probably going to get it wrong here, but we'll give it a go. Yeah. So we have to start from the beginning, I guess. And and the word community is right in from where, I mean, we're recording this, it'll go out later, but just as the 20th anniversary has gone on for WordPress. So there's a lot there and there's a big feature again of Mike Little, one of the co-founders who sent out the tweet to Matt when he was asking to fork B2 or Cafe Log as it was. There was a number of them. And in that quote, he says community. I'm sure there's others in the community in that old community for B2 and Cafe Log that could start up WordPress. So it's right there from the beginning, isn't it? If we say that's the start, there's community is mentioned there. Yeah, that's interesting because obviously that's pre-WordPress community because the quote literally yeah. is, and I'm going to quote, I'm sure that there are one or two others in the community who mm. would be, and then obviously expressing interest in doing a fork of B2. So I don't know what that community was, but there's there must have been some online community which was nascent and just building itself up that would later become the WordPress community. But, you know, a community of people who are into forking software, doing free open source work and all of that. So, yeah, fascinating. And that was my kind of what I felt the community was when I came into WordPress, obviously, sometime after this. Uh, I saw it as what they're referring to the community, are that all these people who are collaborating on the same open source software, that I guess is what he's referring to as the community there. And that's what I actually thought, you know, and that's why I didn't, feel in the early days when I started, I got, oh, there's a nice bit of software. I'm going to use this. This is great. I was aware of open source and what it was. And I was aware that there were people building it in collaboration with each other. And that was my, that was my feeling of what it was and why I, I, it was something that I couldn't be a part of really, because I had no PHP skills. Yeah. I, I'm completely with you. I was in, I was using Drupal for years and years and years, and there was a community there but I wasn't a part of it, really. I looked at the events that they put on. It's called DrupalCon. It's a bit like a WordCamp. And it, it re none of the presentations appealed to me particularly. I, I attended a few events, but I never really got drawn into that. And so when I came to WordPress, I had the same expectations, really. It wasn't for a, quite a while that I figured out that there were Facebook groups and different spokes, if you like, of the community wheel that were that were trying to achieve different things you know some of them it was just friendship some of them it was about writing code some of it was about it might have been css or themes or whatever it might be and all of these different like i say spokes of that bigger wheel were there mm. and i got really sucked into it but i i didn't have any expectation of that at the beginning and i do wonder we always talk about the community i wonder if there are still millions of people out there for whom it is literally a piece of software. 
They have no idea that there could be any kind of community underpinning it. It's just, I go to WordPress.org, I download it, and I use it, and I buy plugins, I download plugins, free plugins and themes and so on, and that is where it ends. No interest. You immediately get rid of the dashboard icon in the WordPress admin, which tells you about the community events. Just make that go away. And that's all they want from it. And I, I would imagine... Maybe this is a controversial thing to say at the beginning. I would imagine that's what most most people have as their experience. It's just software, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, absolutely. And we've we've talked about this before. So you know, imagine all the millions of Elementor users out there. For many of those, you know, installing WordPress is just a task like buying a domain name or getting hosted. And their their interaction is effectively with the Elementor software more so than WordPress, of which they may not know. What is Elementor and what is WordPress in that yeah. equation? Yeah, that's um, a really good point. And then, then there are things like, you know, there are quite a few solutions out there which get rid of WordPress as much as possible, you know, skin it so that it doesn't look like a WordPress site that you might have ever seen before. That's interesting. Well, you, both you and I, as the time we're recording this is going to sound so out of date, but I was watching the co founders talk together. They were in the same place at the same time also with the Drupal guy but it was interesting I think both of them at some point mentioned the community in terms of being users rather than just those collaborators so if we take that as the broad umbrella those people who are using Elementor are probably unaware that they are um, using WordPress effectively under those definitions come under the community even if they're not aware of it. Yep I think that's right I think now you would have to say that the community is definitely made up of a whole bunch of different sections. You only have to go into like the Slack channel for WordPress. Let me just quickly open it up and see what's going on in there. Okay, so I'm seeing things like there's an accessibility channel, there's an announcements channel, there's a community events channel, contributed a core. I'm just going to rattle some off forums, docs, marketing, plugin reviews, meta training, ones about (laughs) WordCamp TV, sorry, WordPress TV, WordCamp Europe and US. And uh, that's just a few. There are dozens and dozens more. So it's splintered, and it's rather than it just being all about the code, it could it really could be about anything now. I mean, there is the um, the on make forward slash community. That's the kind of main page, and on that it does highlight. It doesn't say too much about things, but it does let you uh, it lets people become aware of things like WordCamps, meetups, uh, virtual events. And there's also other things like mentorship and diversity initiatives as well on there. So, you know, there's a lot which is classed under community for WordPress in that, which isn't just about coding. It's interesting as well, because on that page, there's it's divided into various different sections. But the, the first section is all about highlighted posts. So there's just sort of nine posts which have got the, the tag of highlight and it's all about you know uh, announcing events and scholarships and community team meetings and things like that but then immediately below that um, is a post which was pinned on the 4th of october 2019 which is entitled how to contribute to the global Uh, community team and i do wonder if this is this is a big part of how it's developed is you know giving back the intention of being part of the community is at some point to get people to start giving back so rather than yeah. always just being a consumer and downloading the software and using the software, I think the intention of a lot of these community events is to is to obviously promote learning and get people into it, but also to encourage people to start to give back and 
give a little bit of their yeah. time for whatever it is that they are interested in, you know, whether that's a, a WordCamp or a docs or a translation or a committing to core. But yeah, giving back, committing and contributing yeah. is a big part of it. Yeah, I've, I don't know if it's that I've become more aware of that, but it's felt over the last few years that there's been much more about, you know, you, if you can't code, that's okay. There's other ways you can do stuff in WordPress and give back. I, I, it feels to me anyway that that's been, that um, idea has been promoted much more recently. Yeah, it's, I think so. I think so. But not only that, I think it's been promoted more aggressively as well. I think yeah. I, I have a feeling that, if you came to WordPress 15 years ago, I think if you weren't doing the coding bit, it would have been harder to find a place. And I think yeah. now there's been way more effort put into making it open, welcoming. You know, genuinely, I, I think you'd have to be a fairly extraordinary person not to find something that you could contribute to. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who wouldn't be interested in that, but. You know, there are, there will be something that you could meaningfully contribute to if you wish to. Whether or not you wish to is, is up to you, but I'm sure there's something in there that you could. And there's loads of noise about that now. You know, there's a lot of people who, when they talk about being a community member or part of the WordPress community, they are deliberately not not limiting that to code and get a little bit ticked off when people imply that, well, what I meant was people who code. Well, hang on a minute. That's not what I'm thinking when I talk about the WordPress community. There's there's a lot of that as well. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, we were just mentioning, you know, there's a particular really popular YouTuber who um, we don't really follow before because he doesn't kind of do the stuff that we do. And uh, a lot of the times he's talked about WordPress, but it's quite interesting. I mean, it, it's, you know, he must have a quarter of a million subscribers and many millions of views over his time. But when he talks about WordPress, it's very interesting because you can't really tell whether he sees WordPress as some kind of um, company or community. He sort of talks about it. You know, he doesn't separate, say, uh, automatic from WordPress. And he talks about it as some sort of global mass that he sees of this community. And I always think, um, and it, I mean, I think the problem with community as well is it's hard to define. So if you take it from the beginning where, uh, it's just those people contributing to this open source software because they want to use it personally. So a lot of these people were bloggers like Matt, weren't they? That's why he started. He had a, you know, he used the software that was there. It was not being supported. He thought he could do it better for his blogging activities and people who would wrote PHP did it. And the interest was the thing. But there's also another definition where a community can be people who kind of live together, who share the same attitude. <laughs> Um, so uh, often I find that, you know, I think we're moving much more from initially people who shared an interest in the particular code to one that is much more about a community that share an attitude. I think that's shifted in WordPress. Yeah. You've written down here that community is tr tricky to define and yeah, you, one little yep. sentence stands out. You said that it, it's a group of people, it could be rather a group of people living together with a shared interest or attitude. But this sentence kind of encapsulates it the best for me. They have a, co a sense of common ownership. And yes. that, that is the feeling that I had when I got into the WordPress community, that th there's this thing that I can't quite define, this, this nice feeling of using something which you know you didn't have to pay for, but you were, you were standing on the shoulders of giants, if you know what I mean. It was just a yeah. lot of little commits over many, many years by a lot of people 
um, whether that's the code or the community itself. And I, I just had a nice feeling about it. I, I, I really can't put that into words. I just got a good feeling. There was this like this warm and fuzzy thing, and <laughs> and it just it spoke to me. Yeah, and, and and certainly I've got. I mean, I named my business with WP in it. There was a sort of sense of being part of some bigger thing, which was partly there because I quite like the idea of open source anyway. And um, so I did that, but I mean, I was jotting down my own experience of what I thought community was. So, you know, I go right back to 2007 when I first started using it and I, I knew what it was there. I just didn't think I could contribute to what I thought the community was. It's only later when really the Facebook groups came in. Well, no, actually, that's not true. I started to get information at Google and I know I'd start to follow blogs and they use WordPress. So there was a sense of uh, a bit of a growing awareness of a WordPress community through solving sort of issues with my software and then the Facebook groups, but they, things like particularly Beaver Builder for me, there was no sense of the wider community in the first stages there. And I think, you know, that is WordPress. It's lots of, lots of subgroups who have their own interpretation of what it is yep you I know can, i and completely I was, agree with that yeah yeah and I, I think the only time i ever felt um a part of what i now think is probably the work press community is just when i i spoke uh for the first and only time um at an indian word camp there and then i sense wow i'm meeting people and honestly that was where community where I thought, wow, yeah, this is great for me then, you know, I would, yeah, as I am now living in India, but I only had a connection with, through my wife and family friends with us, with the local people. Suddenly I was able to go to something where everybody, I could talk about the same thing to people that I didn't know from an entirely different culture. And I thought, oh, this is Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> it's interesting that you didn't repeat that experience. Is there a reason for that? You obviously found it really rewarding, but didn't do it again. Was that just, there? was it COVID or I don't know? Uh, well, COVID, yeah, that was part of it. And actually, I was thinking a lot about it. Well, mainly, the main reason is because I'm so rubbish at speaking. That's something that I did learn from that experience. But uh, <laughs> so that's partly what stopped me. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we did think for quite some time, me and my wife, we both enjoyed it, even though, you know, it was all the WordPressy stuff, but there was a, you know, and I thought that was absolutely, you know, fabulous to go there. It, quite interesting, you know, because, you know, I'm the oddity in a way as uh, the, the kind of the non-local, the white guy, even though I do live <laughs> in India. Um, but, um, you know, I had no interest in a few other people who were from the States or the, the UK who came. There was just a couple of those as well. But yeah, it was a really fascinating thing for me. And that was the only time where I thought, oh, you know, there's WordPress badges all around. Everybody's connected to WordPress. I'm meeting all of these new people, you know, that uh, I wouldn't have met otherwise. And I thought, yeah, 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 this is it. I think it is quite easy to, to get really into that, you know, to really yeah. be swept away with it so you know obviously people come and they go but i think there are a, a fairly large amount of people who are who are into using wordpress who know what wordpress is and know that there's a community who who are almost kind of you know really addicted to it they're they're fascinated by attending the events they like going and getting the badges meeting the people who do what they do they're genuinely into it on on a very very personal level you know they've made friends 
they've um they've engaged and it's just so easy to kind of keep going back and meet old friends over and over again i i totally get it so that feeling that you had i think is quite addictive and so that to me the people that have that feeling i think they are some kind of inner i don't want to say clique because that's the wrong word but you know they're like an inner well another equally bad word is cabal there's a lot of people yeah. who, who go to these things get really consumed by it and maybe maybe they're maybe they're the people who are the decision makers who make things happen in the wordpress space not sure yeah there was one speaker on the one that i went to um a female speaker but i think she was from italy and she'd lined up so obviously she was an addict she'd lined up to speak at various different uh camps mostly around asia she was doing that as a kind of travel trip you know wow. and, and i thought well that was i thought yeah She's really in deep. Deep. Yeah, that's fascinating. I I do, for me, I do wonder if that whole, you know, attending WordCamps and that kind of core WordPress community, if you like, I I do wonder if it's more atomic than that. It's been atomized. So one of the things I wrote in the show notes is I kind of feel that the WordPress community now is divided up into a plethora of different areas. So you've got Facebook groups, some of them absolutely ginormous, you know, really massive and busy, but they don't ever touch the the WordPress uh, make or the WordPress Slack or whatever it might be. They're just just doing their own thing. And the same would be true of, you know, Twitter kind of has its own WordPress feel to it. And the same would be true probably on a variety of different platforms. Discord maybe is a is another way that you could consume it. Certainly there's YouTube channels where you get hundreds, possibly thousands of comments on YouTube videos, and that kind of keeps the community going as well. So really, like I said earlier, spokes on a wheel. There's, I really don't feel there's the one perfect place anymore. I guess it's just where you where you prefer hanging out. There is, a, I feel there is, a, and this is where we'll probably move on to where there might be sort of tensions in the community, because there is a sort of uh, particularly, I think at the moment, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about the community. People are kind of talking for the community to a certain degree with it. And I think, you know, that a few criticisms, I think we agree on this one. One is that, you know, is the events that are being put on, are they representing the, the vast majority? So one criticism is particularly with Gutenberg is that kind of automatic or Matt himself is forging ahead with the WordPress future as he wants it, but by ignoring the present users, which may be just traditionally on the regular page builders or using the classic editor and stuff like that. And because of that, then as Automatic and other key sponsors have a reason to promote Gutenberg and Blocks, all the big events are going to be featuring that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. There there definitely was a moment in, I don't know the year, but whenever WordPress 5.0 came around, there was definitely a sort of tension built in there, wasn't there, when when Gutenberg mm. came along, a lot of people really thought, I don't want anything to do with you being one of them, you know, and mm. and it felt like you were tearing a community apart a little bit. I'm happy to report that I feel that we've largely got over that bump in the road. I, I feel that there's a lot of people who were put out by it who are now more sanguine, but it definitely did did cause a problem and it made the community sort of stare in, into itself. And, and I'm sure that a lot of people left at that point and thought, I don't want anything to do with this. If decisions can be made in this way, which I didn't have anything to do with, then that's not a community I want to be a part of. I feel like my, what is it, that, what's the word that people use always in this case? My agency, that's it. My agency yeah. has been lost here. I feel that things have 
the software that I once knew and loved has been usurped from me. I didn't have a voice in that, or at least I couldn't find a place to make that voice heard, and so left. Mm. Yeah, do you know what? It's interesting because I mean, I have no issue actually with the fact that it might be all about blocks in Gothenburg, even though it's of no interest to me. I just don't need to turn up, and and these things have to be funded, so it's it's only going to be what the sponsors are going to fund now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I've no issue with that as such, even though it's not kind of my bag. But we were just talking before. We, it's kind of anecdotal stuff through people, but it um, about the fact that um, there's a quite a churn in WordPress users. Some hosting companies say that you know the people who start on WordPress and then abandon it quickly can be sort of fifty percent on that. So maybe the community keeps regenerating all the time, anyway. Yeah, I wonder how how much churn we get in the community because it it isn't difficult to see. If you go to some of the bigger WordPress events, I think it would be fair to say that there's quite a lot of familiar faces there. So I do wonder if mm. that, and I, I, I used the word cabal earlier because I can't think of a better word, but that's not really the intent of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I do wonder if that that core group doesn't churn very much. And when there is churn in that core group, it is, it's newsworthy. So when certain notable people, for example, who make popular plugins, when they move out, that's big news. It's like, oh, we're hemorrhaging, mm. hemorrhaging people. Actually, what we've lost there is one or two people, but they were significant yeah. because they were doing a lot of work. So they've left and that's big news. But I, 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 don't, I, I don't see a great deal of churn in that bit. But I'm sure that more on the peripheries, if you like, um, getting further away from the the center of that, I'm using this wheel analysis a lot, aren't I? Getting away from the <laughs> the sort of hub of the wheel, further out on the spokes. I bet there's a great deal of churn there. You know, people who come and try it out and just think this is not for me. It is purely software. They haven't got into the community. I think the more you get into the community, the more difficult it is to turn your back on it. And I'm sure that's a process that you're kind of going through at the moment. You know, you've spent years. <laughs> cultivating WordPress as a thing, you're using it less and less, and you've got to really weigh up, okay, is this something I want to do? Do I want to turn my back on all of this? Do I want to let all this go? And um, you can probably speak to that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I am kind of wandering away from it now because the, the interest, so I don't go there for the, you know, a lot of it, but joining sort of communities was started just because I needed to learn how to do something. So this blogs led to something else and led to groups and then you start to talk. So that's going because there's not going to be, even though, even though I'll be using WordPress, I'm using it in a different way to what most people do. So there's not going to be so much interest to learn there. There is the social thing, but that has changed a lot actually. So you're, you're my, uh, main person who I'm connected with through, um, through WordPress, really, um, other people have disappeared over the time. So, yeah, I think I think, yeah. that's, I think that's true for me as well. There was a period a little while ago where I was constantly on, you know, the equivalent of FaceTime with a load of people. Yeah. That that much less so now. Um, I don't know if that's because they've sort of moved on, but I I do notice that in our community, my expectation of the audience for this podcast is that it sort of ebbs and flows. You get people who are really interested you know and they send me emails yeah. and you see them showing up to uh, the monday show that i do and they're there regularly week after week after week and then they sort of show up a little bit less and and then eventually they don't show up at all but they're always replaced so this idea of churn i'm, I'm pretty sure it's true um and i see that but i i do think if you're right in the core it's probably less churn the further out of that core you go 
the more likely you are to get jammed. But I, I just see that as part of life. You know, I didn't use WordPress for the first decade of its existence, more or less. So I, I wasn't yeah. part of that. I mean, it now, whether I'll be in it in another 10 years, who knows? You probably five years ago would have said, oh, no, I'll be using WordPress until the day I die. And here we are. You're <laughs> thinking of using it in a much less, much less conventional way. I just see that it's ebb and flow with boats on a tide and who knows whether we'll be here in, in a decade or not. I always wonder about the meetups as well, because they have a different flavor. So, you know, if we do accept that, you know, the, the sponsors are going to lead to events that are very Gutenberg blocks led, which might not be the majority of how the most people are using WordPress. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if the the local meetups, from what I've heard, have a different flavor to them. So they might be more representative of people and how they're using them more locally. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the, the local meetups, there's much more of a chance to really get to know people who live on your doorstep. I mean, by that, I mm. mean, you know, maybe it's a radius of 100 miles or something. But they, I, I feel they've been really hit by the, the pandemic. I, I, I could be wrong. I don't have any data to point to, but I have this, mm. I have this feeling that, the, the whole online thing was really great, but getting them rebooted, restarted, is proving to be challenging. There's a lot of talk mm. at the moment about really revamping WordCamps and WordPress meetups so that they've got like one particular focus. So instead of it being just a generic three-day event where there's a contributor day and a bunch of talks about anything in WordPress or indeed outside of WordPress, it could be SEO, for example, the idea is that the, the future is going to see events where there's much more of a single focus. So it might be that a one-day event just about SEO, which attaches itself to WordPress, but but isn't necessarily exactly WordPress, or it could be a, about plugins or block development or whatever. Mm. This seems mm. to be the way of doing it. And I, I do think that's because of th the last few years, you know, what we've been through and the difficulty of getting people back and traveling and making it a, making it important. But also the economics of it, you know, if you're going to send a bunch of your people to a WordPress event, that's going to cost you thousands and thousands of pounds. Mm -hmm. And whether or not in this day and age, it's worth it. Everybody's money is tight. So that is playing a part as well. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe if somebody's listening to this who ran, runs, is it thinking of running a meetup or a WordCamp has something to say? That'd be interesting. Yeah. That's, um, let's get into something controversial now about we got the politics in, because as we're saying about community, it can be about the interest that you have. It also can be about sharing an attitude. And there is a bit of, um, politics that is creeping into WordPress that I'm not sure needs to be there. It's kind of local and, uh, personal politics in a sort of global community can be a bit difficult. So I think, you know, if we define the users out there, as anybody who uses it then so it for example you know with the taverns covering something which is about how the com wordpress community is supporting ukraine's resistance against russia that becomes quite a tricky thing doesn't it when you've got russia as the the fifth largest country to be using wordpress i guess it it really depends what you talk about there when you're talking about what the community is so it's yes. hard it's hard to figure out it, it, it's hard enough, I mean, to figure out mm. what WordPress is. And within that community, there's going to be all sorts of different opinions, isn't there? So this stuff is really, is well, it's really hard to, to have the right answer because I don't really know what the community is. And I'm sure that the vast majority of people, you, using your Ukraine example, 
I'm sure that the vast yeah. majority of people who are users of WordPress will have a position similar to yours and similar to mine on that. But yeah. I, but yeah. with any position like that, there are bound to be people on the other side who view themselves as part of the the the, the WordPress community. You know, they use the software, they've been to events, but they may not share that opinion. Now, substitute the word Ukraine there for more or less anything, and yes. there's going to be people sitting on both sides of that fence. So it, and and so it becomes difficult to say well this is what the community stands for because yeah. maybe 99% of people in the community stand for that but there's another very loud 1% over there or or actually maybe the opposite very quiet 1% over there who don't agree but realize you know either I put up or I shot up seems <laughs> yeah. seems to be the sort of two options you've got there and so it's it's difficult and there's always a lot of complaining around that, isn't there? You know, you see people talking about anything, so not yeah. Ukraine, substitute it for anything. There's always pushback. There's always somebody who is using the software, part of the community, considers themselves as such, who says, well, hang on a minute. You're not speaking for me there. You're speaking yeah. for you, and you've got a loud voice, and you've got a platform, and you've got a load of followers, but I don't agree with you. I don't know what we do with that, because yeah. in politics, it's easy you yes. you kind of just you expect there to be conflict you expect to be able to after a few years vote people out but we yes. really aren't in that situation are we i mean i don't, don't really want to have the idea of voting people out or anything like that I, I don't know what we do apart from be as tolerant as we can be it's it's interesting because i mean that by far the biggest user base are kind of um america and the uk so it's a very uh, a west you know and I think we've seen, I mean, this is, this is going to be like old news, but we're recording this just after there's a bit of an issue about the handling of diversity inclusion, uh, on the European, on the European word camp and whether the numbers were representing it. So we got, and this is kind of more of a Twitter thing. And I don't know really if it's part of WordPress, but in some ways, the people talking about it are talking for the community in some form or another. They feel they are talking about it. So we've got some people who are saying the community is not doing enough that, you know, we need to bring in an, you know, the new generation. They demand diversity. We've got other people seeing it as virtue signaling going on as a decoy from with Gutenberg, independent devs not being included, if you like, in the future of the software. You get people who just don't want the politics discussed at all because, you know, like in families, if you have a family event, not everybody agrees, but if you want it to be harmonious, don't discuss politics. And, uh, you know, other people feel there's also some tolerance is being lost in the community because of social justice fundamentalism kind of creeping into the community, you know. As it's, if the community does need an identity, does need a political identity. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you can you can only see the people in those um, confrontations. Let's say that's probably the wrong word, but you, you get what I mean. You can only <laughs> yeah. see the people who speak. So, yeah. in the sense of you know, take any any argument about WordPress or in the WordPress community, you see the people who put their position, and you see the people who put the contrary position, and very often the collision works itself out and there's some sort of compromise. But it might be that, you know, the person over here has a very strong opinion, can't be moved on it. People over here, the opposite, they have a very strong opinion, can't be moved on it. And so the collision gets inflamed. You then get um, news organizations picking it up and, you know, they, they might mm. post on it from one side or another side. 
and all of a sudden it you get this this impression that the the community is really fragmented and breaking up about issues which perhaps you don't care about you know i'm not bothered about that thing it's not of interest to me and you might very well get the impression that well this is this is just a bit of a hot mess you know there's a lot of people in here who seem to be throwing rocks at each other i do wonder sometimes i wonder how much you know with the best will in the world i wonder how much of that that mudslinging from left to right and right to left and center to i didn't mean right mm-hmm. to left politically there literally <laughs> i know right yeah. hand and left hand um, I wonder how much of that puts people off. The silent group who just stare and think, boy, I don't want to be a part of that. I think it's, you know, it's an interesting because at the moment, I mean, I think there's no large organizations out there who can't think about diversity and, you know, people like the W3C, you know, largest for the web really does and monitors that kind of stuff. But also we have the other element of the community has done so well. Because tech, global tech brings people together to talk about something that uh, is detached from the rest of their lives where they may not agree with each other. So the complex personal and local politics are, are dealt with on that level. You could just talk about code with anybody really without, m- mostly without the politics coming in. And I think maybe the concern is now in terms of a WordPress identity because it does have inclusion on its community page and because it does have these camps where people feel they have to have conversations to are we being representative of the speakers you get these concerns so it is i think that's a big thing at the moment if wordpress is getting effectively political on a global scale then there are legitimate concerns i think about making sure that there are clear policies and safeguards in place you know yeah it it is genuinely really interesting I guess I guess it's also a byproduct of just growth, right? If you if you get to the point where you've got millions of people using it, and a proportion yeah. of those people are really into it, and they, you know, some of them are into the code, so that becomes their thing, and so they argue about the code. Some of them are into the events, and so they argue about how the events should be set up, and you know, pick any subject you like. That's just going to be a part of a growing a growing community, you know, you're never going to get a million people to stand in the same place and all agree on everything. There's bound to be some disagreement. And that yeah. is just maybe where we are. We've It's big. There's people from all walks of life and mm. they're voicing their opinions and they're falling out with each other. I guess the, I guess the only, the only difficult thing is when, when you get to the point where one voice wins you know one voice sort of silences everybody else that that can be tricky yeah and there is that i mean obviously the organizers of the eu word camp you know the, the, because they were getting kind of twitter things and their organizers said they had people call in as idiots misogynists racist and we cannot wash the blood off our hands and you just think actually even though that's kind of private and sort of twitter stuff that's going on in some ways, because we are talking about the organization of something like a WordCamp, which is overseen by, you know, I assume by automatic or at least, you know, by the foundation for WordPress, then there probably, it does sound like there's a point here where somebody needs to step in and say about, well, code of conduct for a start, you know, we, we have one and it's very clear about the events themselves, but it doesn't cover the discussions about how those events should look and perhaps there should be one. And, you know, with most codes of conduct, they are universal. They're not really subject to 
um, local politics and what you think is right and who should be excluded and excluded. They are just about good behavior. And I think, I think if there is going to be some policy on inclusion, exclusion, it shouldn't be one that's left to the community to decide what that should be. That's kind of my concern about what's going on. There's a bit of politicizing of WordPress, you know. I never knew about the, um, yeah, I never knew that the code of conduct was only bound to the event. That's kind of interesting. Hadn't, hadn't well, I think that. so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, that's so it implies it only really says three for attending these events. And I think, well, actually, maybe, and it's time for a bit of a, a speak up on these things. I mean, my own opinion is that you can't really set inclusion uh, because when you've got limited numbers, you know, across the world, I don't know who would ever be qualified to be able to speak for all cultures and demographics across the world without creating friction. So if you include somebody when there's limited numbers, you have to exclude somebody, don't you? Yeah. And who okay. gets to do that and on what grounds? And I think, in all honesty, if you have good conduct and you encourage people to come into the organization, I think the blind selection, that that's all that those EU people were trying to do, a blind selection. They weren't prejudiced in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the way forward for me anyway. So those kind of politics that I think for me needs to stay out of uh, of these kind of chats because it's off-putting, I yeah, think. It just silences people. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I guess um, I guess if you're an institution, let's say, I don't know, you're a, a big bank or something like that and you, you grow and you've got to tackle discussions like this You'd have yes. to you'd have to come up with a policy, you know, about how employees speak to staff, about about the kind of makeup of events and all of that kind of stuff. And you you could you could enforce that. Um, yes. Whereas we're in a really different situation, aren't we? We from what you've just said, the 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 guidelines, the WordCamp guidelines, they they define what you must do at the event, but not necessarily the conversations which would go on around it. Because the, of the nature of the community we got, nobody's, well, I say nobody, the, the vast majority of the people involved in the WordPress community are not employed by anybody that has any sway over decisions being made and so on. They're just, you know, they're just showing up and speaking their mind and what have you. So corralling them all to to behave in the same way with some kind of diktat, which an employer could do because it's a condition of working over here. Then that's difficult, and I, I don't. I really don't know how you square that circle, to be honest. No, I don't think you can. But what concerns me, I guess, why I feel something probably does need to be said because, you know, we, they were up against the fact that twenty percent of tech workers in Europe are only women, you know, and two percent of European population being only of African descent. Men, it difficult for them to meet some of the expectations of mostly U.S.-based community members who talk about. Uh, inclusion and what they would expect to have from it. But I think the point is, if that is something that's reasonable, that's fine. But then you have what is probably the biggest event, the state of the world, where is organized, or at least for the last couple of years, where selected audiences come. When you look at that audience, predominantly white and male, and probably a fair balance of those people who are interested uh, in the US demographic there. But do you know what I mean? I don't think you can have two things going on. You can't have people attacking volunteers who are trying to set something up against the odds to meet certain diversity quotas and then have perhaps the biggest event not getting any criticism at all for that, uh, if that's what is actually believed. So I think somehow that's where the, there is a little bit of danger of 
uh, people talking for the community. Um, and I think there needs to be a bit more clarity of position on these things. One thing that does bug me, I'm having a bit of a rant here, <laughs> is the uh, one thing that has come from automatic has been two, there's two planned releases, which will be women only releases, which can sound great in some ways. But again, <laughs> under these circumstances, it, it, as somebody's explained it to me, the reason they needed this is because of the behavior of certain people made women feel unwelcome. And of course, I can relate to that and I can understand why you'd want to do that. But as teachers and managers have to do, they can't just sack or send people out of the classroom because they're behaving badly. They deal with the behavior. They don't assign it to one gender and say, we have to get rid of the gender because that's how they are. Because if you start to put behavior to a gender, then you're kind of doing the reverse of what you wanted to do, isn't it? That's kind of what feminism was all about, making sure that the stereotypes got broken and that we weren't using who they were biologically to use it against them to keep them down. So I think, you know, that's my kind of take on that. Your hot that, take on that. Just, yeah. just, just a sort of corollary to that. Your, mm. Do you... So you're using WordPress um, in a really different way now. You mm. are kind of much less involved um, in the communities that you were involved with. Your Facebook account accidentally got deleted. Mm. Oh, sorry, got like um, taken out, hijacked, and then you never reinstated it. So you, you're not bothered about being in Facebook groups and all of that kind of stuff anymore. Do you? Um, do, does does the does any amount of politics inside of WordPress? Does it just irritate you, or do you do you do you see some of it as good that needs to be talked about? But there are some areas where you think, boy, this is this is not the software that I wanted. This is this is straying into things that I don't feel um, WordPress needs to be involved in. Do you have any of those thoughts? Yeah, I, I, that's my feeling on that. I mean, it has put me off WordPress quite a lot more because, in some ways, as you know, we were talking about this show and going forward of that, you know. Um, there's a lot of community and particularly talking to you that makes you want to stay with WordPress because it's not just even I'll, be, I'll still be using WordPress as such. It's just not in a way that I'll get much learning from people on it now, but uh, I'd still be part of the community. But recently the politics on this, even though, you know, I, I guess I'm aligned with the most vocal people in, in terms of what they want overall. I really don't think it's the place for it. So it's kind of putting me off as, as we know that, you know, somebody else from this show uh, on your news show for the same reasons as sort of distanced himself from that because there's the kind of politics that you know we don't really want to do we want to get on with people it's the conduct i mean you know don't you i mean you're there if somebody's positively contributing to something and making people feel good and enabling them then that's great but when there gets too much of the and I think it's a thing that's going on in the US at the moment. I think, you know, there's, there's a great divisions there, isn't there? And when you're sitting here in India looking at these kind of things, you're a little bit detached from all of that. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. When I see the politics in WordPress, if it's something that really gets me, you know, if it's something that I'm really interested in, I'll probably contribute to it. If it's yeah. something that I'm not directly interested in, and so there's just loads of tangential issues that, you know, I realize that there's a lot of people who get very wound up by that issue, but it's not yeah. something that I'm too bothered. I generally sort of stay away from it and contribute to the things 
that I do. Also, I guess I guess I'm in a funny position as well, given given what I do and putting content yeah. out. It's it feels to me as if on some level I have to be a bit more like a news presenter or something, if you know what I mean. I have mm. to sort of watch it from afar and then just put put that this is happening forward and allow people to make up their own minds. So I, I sometimes have to have to have that role in my head as well. You know, okay, this is happening. That they're getting hot over there about this. They're getting hot over there about this. There's going to be a collision here. So reporting on the collision is the job, not reporting yes. on what I think about that collision. So I, th I think in the past and probably in the future, I'm very, very careful not to put any of myself into it. it well, I'm sure there I is a danger though, isn't it? No, but I think you do it really, really well. You do present that and you don't, uh, I mean, I just know who you are. I mean, the, you know, the intent behind what you do is always a, a kind of good one. So I, I don't see it, but the, there is within that sometimes the danger of reporting the friction, then if you like, yeah, and that's what's it. happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it does. And I've noticed this with all the blog posts recently, it was really off-putting uh, with it because I think, you know, it's something where I think actually we don't need, you know, however right you might be, however sympathetic I might be for the loud voices in it about inclusion and diversity. And I am because it's always been part of the way my life has gone. I don't agree it's the way to do it. And if it puts, if you don't bring people with you, if you just silence them, you're not going to move forward. And I just think, actually, you can be political as I am, wherever you like, but perhaps when it comes to this kind of community, don't be more so than you need to be, unless it's doing any good, unless you can show how it's actually doing some good, you know? Mm -hmm. So my, my issue, I guess, is just the fact that when I see the, the diversion inclusion, there must be these certain numbers. I, I, my biggest worry about this is that, you know, if you know, I was quite interested in, um, gender and race issues. I was going to go down that as an academic path. But what I, what I see now is sometimes when people believe there is a magical split of the sexes and races that you can create on an event that you're going to create some balance. And the problem with that is, it reinforces the idea that people are biologically defined by those. And it's the same argument that legitimized the segregation in the first place. So I think it's not the, the way forward with that kind of stuff. And I think it's, it's about people's life experiences should be brought into the community, if you like, is what they can offer. And it shouldn't be aligned to a sex or a race. It's kind of really interesting, this, isn't it? Because of the size of WordPress. So you imagine companies like Facebook and Google, because they've got all these, you know, tens of thousands of employees. When, when, let's take Google example, when Sergey and Larry started their search engine in a garage is my understanding of that story. There, there, just no conception that at some point we're yeah. going to have to deal with all of these, um, issues, you know, these th myriad thousands of different issues of, you know, employment law and diversity and everything else that you can imagine under the sun. And, and yet they grew and it became an important part. And then they have to tread lightly and they have to employ people to figure out mm -hmm. what, the, what the jigsaw is that they've got to have as a company. And, um, I think we're in that stage. There's a lot of people who are venting their thoughts venting wrong word they're mm. you know they're expressing yeah. their thoughts and they're coming from over here and there's conflict over here i don't have i just I, I don't know what the solution is my only fear is i don't like conflict 
and yes. and it would be nice if there was no conflict but seemingly some of these things are just so important to people that the conflict just is a byproduct of it and that 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 is a bit that i find it hard i, I don't like seeing people falling out and in fact the mantra of this podcast more or less from day one is you know be polite always try to yeah. try to say whatever it is in a rounded way that people can understand and if you don't agree with them probably the best thing to do is just you know just disagree in your own head and allow them to carry on with what they're doing um but yeah, yeah it's just fascinating <laughs> it's just fascinating i'm not sure if i explained you're that right well. you got no you're right and uh, i mean uh, companies obviously have to deal with this and they have to have a policy for their company and it may be based in where they are located to keep wordpress or what i guess i'm trying to say is to keep WordPress open in, as in open source where you can be Russian and you can be Ukrainian working on the same code, even if you've got major disagreements, you've got to kind of keep the politics out as best as you possibly can. And I think, you know, there's no way, even though it's well intended, I think that you can kind of set globally on something like open source, some sort of diversity policy that might apply to another area. So if you come to India, of course, um, you know, it's the, the divisions or the underrepresented people will be based on caste or religion here, entirely different subjects. And you need to know the intricacies of that. And there's a lot that plays out differently in terms of gender here, you know. So you know, if you try to apply a US model of diversity to here, you would probably just insult people. You know, you would create more division than you solved, you know. So that's, that's really, I guess, my concern about community and the idea of the community being that's something where everybody shares the same attitude. And I think, no, they don't. The only one that they share is that they use WordPress and they quite like it. Interesting. <laughs> Boy, this is going to be a controversial one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get silly. I'm going to get cancelled, aren't I? So <laughs> it's, uh, well, I don't know. It's okay. I think it's, it's okay. I think it's been an interesting discussion and, you know, I, I, I've certainly enjoyed it. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what the, uh, See what the fallout is. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about, or is that all that we had? I think it's pretty much all we had. We could just say, uh, no, no, I won't go into that. The, <laughs> I, think I think we'll close up here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Open up another minefield. Okay. In that case, we will be back, hopefully, if we're still around in a couple of weeks. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll see you then, David. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Always a pleasure chatting to my friend David Wormsley about these things. Was it really a Thinking the Unthinkable episode? What do we make of the WordPress community? If you have any thoughts at all, please head over to wpbuilds.com, search for episode number 341, and leave us a comment there. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds. And we do thank them, GoDaddy Pro, for their continuing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, we will be back next week. We've got several things lined up for you. The first one is, of course, This Week in WordPress the show that we do each week. We'll also have another podcast episode. It will be the third in our four-part mini-series all about security. And so hopefully you can join us for that. If you'd like to stay in touch, wpbuilds.com forward slash 
subscribe. There may be some little wrinkle, some fly in the ointment. Depending on how I'm feeling, I may well cancel the episodes for next week just because of, well, here we go, the Page Builder Summit. Just to remind you, it's starting next week and it may be that there's just too much on for me to put on the shows next week. So if you don't get something in your podcast feed, you know what's going on. It's simply a week delay because of the Page Builder Summit. Head over there, subscribe to that, pagebuildersummit.com. But we'll see you soon. Have a good week. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say, stay safe. Bye-bye for now.